Dog Nation Podcast, episode 24. Ho, ho, ho. fans, welcome to episode 24 of the Dog Nation Podcast. My name's Derek and I got my trusty co-host Old Dog here and we're bringing to you the second segment of our bowl game prediction show and we've also got some actual dog news that we're going to lead off the show tonight with. Old Dog, how's it going over in Savannah? Man, doing good, doing good. It's nice down here and Merry Christmas to everybody. I know you're visiting, I know you're visiting family over in Savannah, you're out of the bunker underneath Sanford Stadium and I... You're out of Athens for the first time, and I just want to make That's sure. That's right, you, down, down here seeing the family. I want to make sure you're doing good in Savannah all by yourself, you know. Oh, doing good. Well, you know, it's the home August, so I so I feel okay. Well, give Sonny Siler. You know, Siler, we got, you know, normally I'm around the dead ones, and, and now I'm around the live ones. Tell Sonny Siler and Ugga that, uh, you know, I said Merry Christmas. I'll do it. Here's my first question for you. I know a guy who's got a copy of the 1943 Rose Bowl program. Signed by Coach Wally Butts. 1943, as you remember, is the year that UGA beat UCLA in the, to win the national championship in the Rose Bowl. Yep. How much do you think a 1943 Rose Bowl program signed by Wally Butts from the national championship year would be worth? Priceless. Priceless. Let me tell you, he's got it for sale. Um, if anybody is uh, interested, I don't know how much the guy's asked for it. I don't know how much he wants to sell it for, but I've got the name and phone number of the guy who's got it. If anybody wants a 1943 Rose Bowl program signed by Wally Butts from the National Championship year in the Rose Bowl, email us here at the Dog Nation Podcast at gmail.com, and I'll put you in touch with this guy because that is a huge, huge souvenir, a priceless piece of Georgia memorabilia. All right, on to dogs. You know, uh, the dogs are practicing a lot this week. I want to tell you guys, uh, old dog, we got quarterbacks next year. Joe Tereshinsky, Matthew Stafford, Blake Barnes, Joe Cox. Guess who is the most impressive in postseason practices right now in Athens? Who do you think? I would think, even though he was redshirted, would be my boy Cox. Mm-hmm. I mean, he comes in with some great credentials. Uh, you know, he and Mo Mass hooked up, you know, all through their high school career. Mo Mass has certainly come up big, and, and I think Cox will probably come up just as big. Although, with everything they're saying about this kid out of Texas, I don't know if he's going to get to play. Well, you know, the kids come from Texas. Stafford, you got Blake Barnes at number three on the depth chart right now behind Joe T3 and, uh, and Shockley. But I'm telling you, I'm calling Joe Cox, like you said, Mo Mass's boy. I'm calling Joe Cox to come out of nowhere and be our starter next year. I'm telling you, that kid is hot, man. He is hot. I met him at the Shrine Bowl up in South Carolina when the North played the South in uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina, and I'm telling you, that kid is a he's a stud. He's an absolute stud. Um, I just want to get you guys to know, we've got quarterbacks getting snaps right now, and we are going to be solid at QB next year. With Mo Mass and Kenneth Harris catching the ball, we're going to be in such great shape, guys. 
Um, you know, we had a great week of practice this week. Um, the dogs are off now for the holidays, but earlier this week they were practicing. Um, I want to let you know, the leadoff story right now is Sean Bailey. You know, um, Sean Bailey, as most of you probably know, has a torn ACL. Okay, so he is out for the game. Old dog. That's probably going to kill us off. That is probably it for his career. Yeah, I know. It's probably going to end his career. You're right. I mean, and in my opinion, he's only he's only maybe our third or fourth best receiver. It's not going to hurt George as nearly as much as it's going to hurt him, you know. But um, but he is out. He will not play. Sean Bailey is out of the Sugar Bowl this year, okay? Uh, the Bulldogs practiced for about two hours on Tuesday morning. They were doing two-a-days. Uh, Martrez Milner and Brandon Miller are both practicing in green jerseys, non-contact jerseys. Demario Mentor is playing better. He got his knee scoped a couple of weeks ago. He's coming back. Tim Jennings is coming back. Both those guys are looking real good in practice right now, and I'm telling you they're going to be ready to go after another week. We're going to have no problems getting those guys ready. Um... That's from practice notes from this week, guys. That's what I saw on the field this week. Um, old dog, you want to know one other thing? Let me tell you. They got uh, they get to pick their practice facilities. You know, the Bulldogs are going to be practicing St. Pius Catholic High School in Atlanta for the Sugar Bowl. That field has got uh, like AstroTurf, you know. I think that was a great call by Mark Rick, man, to pick St. Pius because they got to pick, you know. And oh, absolutely. Picking that field with synthetic grass was very smart. That just goes to show you what the benefits we get from playing in Athens. I mean, from playing in Atlanta and being right here. It really is like our backyard, you know. Well, it helps a lot on that. And, uh, you know, we're used to the dome. We're used to the noise level. Uh, you know, again, they'll probably be, I don't know how well the uh, West Virginia fans are going to travel down. Uh, you know, for a bowl, you know, it's not a national championship for them. And, you know, it's a long way to come. Uh, you know, so, I mean, it's going to be probably 80% Georgia fans there. Uh, just going to be a good time. Absolutely. It's going to be great. I'm telling you. You know, because Georgia got to pick first because they were um, the higher-ranked team. So that's why we got to pick that first. And I think that was a great, great pick. Um Okay, Sean Bailey's out, which I told you. Uh, Mike Moore, another freshman receiver, injured his knee, but he's he's redshirting for this year. He's not even gonna he's not even gonna dress for the Sugar Bowl, so that's not a big deal. Um, let's see some other notes. Like I said, the dogs are off now for the holidays. Um, Sean Bailey's out, but um, let's see. Um, the Georgia, you know, a lot of people are wondering whether or not Georgia's got too much break. Um, when we tee it up with Virginia, with West Virginia, the Sugar Bowl, it's going to be one day less than a month from the time we played in the Sugar, the SEC championship game. And a lot of people are thinking, you know, like Sean Bailey was saying, you know, it's nice to get time off to heal up and everything, but sometimes it's easy to get flat in between games when you go that long, you know. But, well, it is, but I mean, it's the same length of time for everybody. I mean, it's not like West Virginia. You know, it's playing two or three games, uh, you know, in between uh, now and uh, the bowl. You know, I mean, that's just part of the bowl game. And, uh, you know, again, you got to put that on the coaches, and we've got one of the best in the business, you know, to keep the boys up. Exactly. You're exactly right, man. And I don't think it'll be hard. I mean, you know, they're going to walk in. They're going to walk into one of the loudest stadiums uh, that there is, and they're all going to be screaming for them. I mean, I don't think it's going to be tough at all to get up. We've got, what, 17, 18 seniors on this team. This is the last time they're ever going to put on the red and black. 
absolutely. Silver pants. I mean, it's not going to be hard for them to get up. I agree. You know, this, and for a lot of them, it's going to be the last uh, last football game they ever play. Silver britches, man. Um, Silver britches is going to be throwing down on New, on January second. You know, Georgia and something else too. I'm talking about getting up. Georgia is going to take over 120 players to the Sugar Bowl. Um, you know, and a lot of them are from Atlanta. Coach Rick said he is going to not hesitate to punish players for breaking team rules in Atlanta because a lot of these guys are from Atlanta. They've got a lot of outside influences down there, and Coach Rick really knows how to keep them uh, cranked down because the Bulldogs are scheduled to arrive in Atlanta on December 27th, and they start practice on the 28th. So they're going to have a lot of free time, and like I said, a lot of them is going to be in their hometown, and some of them, you know, these kids from South Georgia and other places, Atlanta is a pretty cosmopolitan city. There is a lot of stuff, a lot of trouble to get into. You know? Oh, it sure is. You know, I mean, coming from Savannah, I'll never forget the first time I walked in the cheetah. I thought I'd died and gone to heaven. Absolutely, man. I'm telling you, it's a big, big deal, buddy. Big deal. Uh, yeah, it is, boy. Um, well, I tell you what, we've got all of that news, and um, the only other thing I want to tell everybody about is uh, – the dog walk. I want to make sure everybody in the Georgia nation, everybody in the dog nation knows about the dog walk, where it's going to be. It's going to be in the same place that it was for the uh, for the uh, SEC, SEC championship, championship game. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, uh, what I wanted to say was it's going to be in the same place. It's going to be oh, – whoa, got a little sound action going on here in the background. Um, it's going to be in the West Plaza near the gold parking deck off of Northside Drive. Um, they're going to get off the buses. They go to stair tower number four right there. So if you guys got this downloaded on your iPod, you're going to have your notes right there. The dog walk is at 625, okay? 625 on Monday, January 2nd. The kickoff is at 830. So 625 in the West Plaza near the gold parking deck off of Northside Drive in Atlanta is where the dog walk will be. If you want to make the dog walk, that's where you got to be, and that's where you got to be there, okay? So um, that's a wrap-up of dog news, guys. Um, there's not much else going on. Everybody's hunkered down for Christmas right now, and everybody's with their families where they ought to be. Dogs report to Atlanta on December 27th, and then we get down, okay? Look for the next podcast show. is going to be uh, it's gonna come out, I think, on New Year's Eve, which is going to contain the rest of our bowl game predictions. There will actually be two shows released then. Old Dog, we're going to do that third bowl game prediction segment, and we're also going to do a separate show that's just pregame for the Bulldogs. It'll cover all the practice notes from the 28th right up to game time, get you right up to date. Keep checking the website. We might have a supplementary show on maybe the 29th or the 30th, but there'll definitely be a fresh show out with everything you need to know about the Bulldogs on the 31st, okay? All right, well, that sounds good. Let's get Smoothie in here and let's start picking some games. Okay, man. Let's get Smoothie in here, guys. Hang on. Our next segment is going to be for the bowl game segment, our part two of the bowl game show. Hang on. We'll be right back after the break, all right? Square. 
Okay, dog fans, welcome to the second segment of the show. This is our part two of three segments of our bowl game prediction shows. As you know, I think we're 100% so far, well, at least more Old Dog is, on his bowl predictions. Old Dog is a hunt batting a 1,000 on his bowl predictions so far. And we're going to uh, give you the Christmas, the, basically the 26th through New Year's Eve. All the bowl games from now until New Year's Eve are the games we're going to pick tonight. we got 14 picks for you. And in the showbiz studio with me tonight, I've got Old Dog and Smooth on the show with me at the same time. Fellas, are you guys ready to start picking some games? How, what do you think, Smooth? you ready? I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay, we'll find out. Old Dog, how you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling great. You're I'm feel- ready to hit another one out of the ballpark. You're feeling great because you're nailing it so far, right? Absolutely. Okay, well, here we go. The first bowl game, guys, is the the vaunted, the Motor City Bowl out of Detroit. It is uh, Akron versus Memphis. Memphis is given Akron six and a half. Smooth, who do you like? Got to go with Memphis on that. Oh, yeah? Um, I do. You like Memphis. You like Memphis given the six and a half, huh? I do. I know nothing about either team, but, you know, Memphis is in Tennessee. and Well, I, I appreciate you being honest with us on that. <laughs> I do know and a little bit about them. Let me tell you That's something true. about these two teams. Uh, Memphis has got a guy named D'Angelo Williams. He's like a poor man's Reggie Bush. He does it all, man. I mean, he does it all. D'Angelo Williams is everywhere. He's definitely a first-round draft pick, and this is his last game. And I believe Memphis is going to crush Akron. I'm taking Memphis minus the points, too. What do you think, old dog? I'm I'm going to be right in front of my TV set on the day after Christmas at 4 p.m. watching it on ESPN. Yeah? And I'm with you. I think Memphis is going to run all over. Wow. So we're 100% solidarity on that one. Everybody thinks Memphis is going to roll. Well, okay then. The second game we got is uh, the Champs Sports Bowl. This is oh, smooth. This now, is your game, baby. Champ Bailey. Nope, it's not Champ Bailey. I know you got Champ Bailey on the brain, but this has got nothing to do with Champ Bailey. This, in fact, well, I was, has to do... I was do... just wondering, because I was going to be upset since there was no Herschel Walker Bowl. This is smooth. If they had named the bowl after Champ Bailey and not, and not the great Herschel Walker. But anyway, <laughs> now, is he the greatest college football player that ever was? He is, without a doubt. Without well, equivocation. Without Walker, of course. It, it's not even really up for debate. Herschel Walker is the greatest college football player who ever played the game, period, in college. Bar none. Bar none. Johnny Rogers of Nebraska. <laughs> Herschel, Herschel Walker's like the Jack Nicholas of golf. Whatever. They'll yes. never be a greater one. Exactly. Whatever. Whatever, Smooth. Okay, listen, this is your team, Smoothie. Clemson versus Colorado, and Clemson is giving the Buffaloes, who don't even have a coach, they're giving them seven and a half. Clemson barely has a coach, but Colorado has no coach. So, Smooth, this is your hometown team, baby. Tell me what you got. I got to go with Clemson, given eight and a half. Well, you say seven and a half. I got uh, eight and a half. But either way, if Clemson doesn't beat Colorado, they don't belong in college football. Colorado isn't even a football team. I, I agree. I they have agree no with coach. You. Before uh, they've, they've got no team. Uh, Texas beat them seventy-two to something, <laughs> six, I think. Nebraska, who didn't really have a team, killed them like forty-eight to nothing. And, you know, so Clemson ought to, ought to be able to just handle them. Uh, that score ought to be, rightfully, 21-3. to 3. Old Dog, what do you think? I'm going to take Clemson and give the points. Yeah. And I'm going to throw another little something out for the podcast listeners. First 50, did he mail us? 
we're going to send them a picture of Tommy Bowden's daughter. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. If you want to be in on the Tommy Bowden Daughter Club, you got to email us, guys, and we will send yeah, you, you the picture. But you got to be over 18. Yeah, you need to be. You need to be over about 24 or 25, this I think. Is not for the odds of youngsters. <laughs> Absolutely not. Let me tell you, Colorado has lost their last three games by a combined 108 points. It's missing offensive line. It's 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 awful. Clemson, I'm thinking, given the circumstances, Clemson's going to win this game by 60. I got Clemson winning. I got it. I got it. Something like 42 to to seven or something. It's going to be bad. It's going to be real bad. I think they might even fire the interim coach of Colorado. They might fire him at halftime. Should be an awesome game to watch on TV. I'm taking Clemson, too. The next game is the Insight Bowl. It's Rutgers versus Arizona. Arizona State, I'm sorry. Arizona State giving 13 and a half. Old Dog, what do you got? I'm going to take Arizona State and give the points. Mm. And I also want to know what Insight is. Well, oh, it's a, it's like a website, or it's a store, or a website. I don't know what it is. I, I don't it used to be know. called the Insight.com bowl. Yeah, something, I think, on, something on the internet, though, huh? Something on the internet, yeah. I know you're, okay. not, you're not hip yeah, to all I, that crazy yeah, I, internet I, I stuff. Don't, I don't think Rutgers going to be able to play with Arizona State. Arizona State's a pretty good football team, and I think they'll probably win by a couple touchdowns. <laughs> you know, Rutgers has not played in a bowl game in 27 years. So, I'm taking Arizona State, too. Smooth, what do you got on this one? Arizona State almost, almost beat USC. They are, are strong in the Pac-10, and uh, they, uh, they, they're going to they're gonna easily beat Rutgers. They're, they're, they're a lot stronger football team than people give them credit for. Smooth, are you putting a five-star lock on that game? I'm not putting a five-star lock on the game, but they'll win by, I think they'll win by two touchdowns. All right. Yeah, but saying someone's strong in the Pac-10, I mean, Derek's Little League team that he coaches is going to be strong in the Pac-10. <laughs> so you're thinking of the Big 12. Well, thank I'm you. thinking of both. Thank you, I'm Derek. thinking of any football east of, west of the Mississippi. I, I appreciate that vote of confidence. My, my kids appreciate that vote of confidence. All right, the next game, NPC Computer Bowl from Bronco Stadium in Boise, Idaho. This is the Boise Bowl on the blue field, guys. Boise Bowl, it's Boise State versus Boston College, and BC is getting three points from Boise State. You're kidding. I'm not kidding you. Boise State giving three to Boston College. Now, but now that's that line's a, dead, a little different. Don't, don't go any further. That's a dead cinch lock. Boston College is going to is going to win that game unless you know they're colorblind. Wait, no, I got no, that, That's a Boston wait. Let me re, let me rephrase here. This game opened at Boise State minus three, but right now it's it's variable to um it's it's actually about it's Boston College minus a point and a half. So Boston College is actually it went from Boise State given three to Boston College given one and a half. Um so you know does that change your opinion? No. No. So both of you guys are Boston College. I say take Boston College, give the points. <laughs> Boise State was overrated when they played us and they still are and it's not like the not like the boys from Boston College gonna be scared of the cold. Hey, let me give you let me give you guys a little insight here for you. I'm gonna go with Boise State, and I'm gonna take the points if I can get them. And let me tell you why. We'll give them to you. You this, got them. This game opened up at Boise State minus three and went to Boston College minus two or one and a half. That's a four and a half point swing. That means that everybody and his brother is taking Boston College to the points. Everybody is on the same side of the boat as you guys are. And if there's one thing I know is that everybody can't be right because if everybody was right. 
Las Vegas would go out of business. So no I'm taking Boise State. Exactly. Vegas I'm taking Boise State points. in the points. Too many people took Boston College. Boston College is going to win by two touchdowns. That's my upset special, baby. Boise State and the points. And Las Vegas would still be open because they're taking the vig off the top. You're exactly right. I want you to check. I want you to check him for SARS disease. I'm telling you, you guys are watching to see. Watch and see, baby. Next game, Alamo Bowl in San Antonio, Texas. Another smooth bowl here. Michigan, the maize and blue, taking on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I got That's that boy that runs around with the big cowboy hat and head, isn't it? Exactly. That's right. I got Michigan. Perhaps the ugliest Michigan, mascot in college football. <laughs> Michigan given 11 and a half. Smoothie, what you got? I think the Cornhuskers are, are, are i got to go with the Cornhuskers. I think they might uh, win outright. I know Michigan is good, but Nebraska's made some tremendous improvements. I think uh, they've got something to prove, and I, I'm, I, I just cannot go against Nebraska. I know you can't. It's okay, little guy. It's okay, little fella. Morty, what you got on this? Take Michigan, give the points, they're going to tear the bucket heads apart. <laughs> I got to go with you. I got to go with you, old dog. I think Bill Callahan is an idiot. I like Frank Solich. I think Nebraska made a mistake when they got rid of Solich, or maybe not. I agree with you there. But I'm telling you, you, Bill there. Callahan's an idiot. Bill Callahan's an idiot. Michigan walks on Nebraska. All ne- over them. Next game, our near and dear our hearts, the Emerald Bowl. The well, Emerald- this is my favorite because Emerald's my favorite chef. He's I'm that telling guy, you. you know, keeps going, bam. He kicks it up Bam. a notch, baby. And Georgia Tech's going to kick it up a notch on Utah. Georgia Tech giving eight to Utah. Old Dog, what do you, what do you got on this? Take Tech, give the points. Utah, most overrated team uh, of of this college season. Hmm. You know, they were talking they may go undefeated. They may do this and that. They're, they're nothing. I hear you. You know, Utah is six and five, man. They go. They went from the. <laughs> I said they went from they were they went from being the Cinderella story to being a Walmart greeter. You know. Yeah. Um, you know they were, they were one of those little trendy picks early. Uh, you know, text text got too much for them. ESPN's going to warm up their uh, their circle. They're going to put the circle on Calvin Johnson, and of course, the circle is uh, you know that of course means at least three touchdown catches for him. The circle yeah, is all powerful. Yeah, they'll probably fifty times. Smoothie, what do you got on this game, man? Gotta go with you. I gotta go with you. I hear you. I hear you. That's that's a pretty universal lock. So we're giving Georgia Tech a big bam on that one. We are Georgia Tech. Uh, bam. 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 And I heard that uh, Emerald had opened up his. Uh, his signature restaurant back in New Orleans too, so that's good news. That's good news for Katrina victims in New Orleans. Now the yeah. now the same people, the people who stayed behind who can actually afford to eat at Emeralds can go out and get a get a bowl of uh, ratatouille or whatever it is they serve down there and buy you La Battery. All right, next game, Holiday Bowl, guys from San Diego, California, playing in Qualcomm Stadium. It's Oregon versus Oklahoma. I got Oregon giving up three and a half. Smooth, talk to me, baby. Uh, I don't know much about Oregon, but I do know a little bit about Oklahoma, and they've got something to prove, so I'd uh, take Oklahoma and the points. Mm-hmm. You're taking Oklahoma and the points. All right. Uh, old Dog, what are you feeling? Man, the gold leaf is off the golden boy, Bobby Stoops. Take Oregon, give the points. Hmm. Okay, okay, so you guys got a split. Let me be the tiebreaker here, and let me give you a little tidbit of gambling advice here, my friend. Always bet against the team that doesn't want to be there. 
Oregon is upset and mad because they feel like that they should have been in the Fiesta instead of Notre Dame. Oregon is pissed off about being in the Holiday Bowl. They don't think they should be there. Kind of like if Georgia had to go to the Outback. And Oregon is not happy about being there. I'm going to take Oklahoma and the points. I'm going to take Oklahoma and the points because I don't think Oregon, I don't think Oregon's got their heart in it. Next game. Friday, December 30th, the Music City Bowl in Nashville, Tennessee. Minnesota giving four to Virginia. Old dog, talk to me, baby. I don't know much about Minnesota, except it's cold as hell up there this time of year. Who does know anything about Minnesota? And Virginia has played, Virginia's played in a tough conference. I think they're battle-worn. I'm going to take Virginia and the points. Taking Virginia and the points. Taking Virginia and the points. Smoothie, what do you think? I think you. I got. I got to go with old dog. Hmm. By the way, I do know that Minnesota has got the biggest mall in the world. It's called Mall of America. Mall of America. Indoor mall in the in the entire world. And you, you think that's going to hurt them because you think they've been shopping or something? and They're not ready to play football. No, it just he said he didn't know anything about Minnesota. And aren't they one of the teams that plays for that big axe too? Yes, that's true. Against somebody else. Or the be- the little brown jug, or some axe, or the bi- the Paul Bunyan bowl, or I don't know. Yeah, what. who knows? Let you me know, tell like you. Say, you, you get you get west of the Mississippi. It's not even real the, football. Uh, north of the Mason-Dixon line, football just gets crazy. Let me tell you though, Minnesota second in the country in rushing, and Virginia is first in the country in assistance leaving. I think Al Groves not even going to make the trip to Virginia because he's out recruiting for an offensive coordinator. I'm going to take Minnesota and lay the points, baby. I'm going against you guys because I don't think Al Groves got anything going on in Charlottesville. I want the points in Minnesota because they're going to they're going to keep the ball for 57 minutes in this game. The next game is the Sun Bowl out in El Paso, Texas, UCLA and Northwestern. UCLA giving up three to Northwestern. This is a this is a layup. Smooth, tell me, what are you thinking? I've got to take UCLA. Yeah, they were yeah. humiliated by USC in the last game of the year, but they're better than that. UCLA is a good football team. Yeah, you're I've not kidding. UCLA. So you think you're going to take UCLA, huh? That was that was must have been a tough pick for you. Old dog, what do you think? Is it going to be UCLA? I'm going with UCLA. Too. Yeah. Northwestern's one of those teams started off good and has gotten progressively worse. Exactly. Northwestern fell apart about this eighth week of the year. UCLA yeah. is hot. This is, by the way, the Vitalis Sun Dog, which, old dog, you're a big fan of Vitalis, right? Absolutely. I, I know mean, you. My, my barber still has a quart bottle off. In, in back of me. Well, you know, everybody goes it's this good game. having a bowl because I didn't even think they made that anymore. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't either. I well, didn't everybody either. that comes. to know Vitalis was still out there. You get a, any I may have to run down to the Super Walmart and buy some. You get a complimentary yeah. bottle of hair gel if you're, if you're sitting, between the, sitting between the 20s. So, um, you know. Do you remember Bro Cream? Oh, I do. A little dabble, do you? Dabble, do you? I think this play. I, I think this game is going to be fun, man. I mean, this is going to be a high scoring. This is a game where you're going to want to think about taking the over, but you definitely want to take UCLA and lay the three. Easy. That's a layup game. No doubt about it. Next game. Oh, I love this bowl game right the here. Poulon this is big. Weed eater. The Poulon Weed Eater. I mean, the Independence Bowl from Shreveport, Louisiana, featuring the mighty Gamecocks of South Carolina versus the mighty Missouri. South Carolina laying four to Missouri. Old dog, take it, baby. Well, I think the Cocks are going to stiffen up. Take them, give the points. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, oh, absolutely not. Smooth. How do you how do you feel the Cox are going to do in this game? 
they're gonna they're gonna kick Missouri from here back to Branson. Really? You think Missouri's never seen anything like Steve Spurrier? No, I don't. I th- I don't even know why this game is being played. I tell you. I love Shreveport. You know, it's the gateway to Bossier City, man. Um, you got to watch see what's... Bossier City. Bossier, Bossier, yeah, you say tomato, I say potato. Um, listen, Spurrier's going to take Blake Mitchell down there, and he's going to slay Missouri. He's going to slay Missouri. That's a layup, given the four. No next, doubt about it. Next game, i got a bone to pick with this next game. It's the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl in the Georgia Dome, okay? Soon um, to be just the Chick-fil-A Bowl. So, yeah, and I'm mad about that. Soon to be just the Chick-fil-A Bowl. They're going to start calling it just the Chick-fil-A Bowl. They're going to drop the peach off of that. It's Miami giving seven to LSU. Smooth, how do you feel about Chick-fil-A dropping the peach from the Peach Bowl that, in Atlanta, that, Georgia? Too much dang commercialism. That sucks. I mean, it's the Peach Bowl. It's the I'm peach not even going to go to Chick-fil-A anymore. I know. I'm pretty mad about that. I'm really pretty mad about that. This is, uh, you know, this is one of only three games, though, that features two top ten teams. Smooth, who do you like in this game? Miami's given seven to LSU, and they're both top ten teams. i got to go with LSU. I tell you, I, I agree with you, man. I'm taking LSU also. I tell you, I don't think Miami's that good. I don't think LSU's that good either, but I, you got there's not seven points between these teams, man. Old dog, talk to me, man. Where you, how you think? I agree with you. Do we know anything about LSU's quarterback that we knocked out of the game? Is he going to be back? I'm I'm pretty sure he's going to be back, yeah. I, I would know. think he would be. Yeah, I'm going to take LSU and, uh, and give the points, too. I think Miami's a little overrated, plus – you know, I'm an SEC guy, so I got to go with the Bayou Bengals taking on uh, the Hurricanes. How about And you? I think they're just a bunch of would-be gangsters this year. Absolutely. I think they're going down. How about uh, Atlanta cornering the market on college football this year, man? They've, Huge. They, they had the Georgia-Georgia Tech game, the SEC title game, the Peach Bowl, and the Sugar Bowl, man. Atlanta's Atlanta, blowing up. College football city, baby. College football city. Which is a good thing because their pro team stinks. You got it, man. All right, we got three more games here, guys. The next one is the oh, this is huge. The Meineke Car Care Bowl. Charlotte's got a thing Which for I car care. It's soon going to be just called the George Foreman Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you got Charlotte going from Continental Tire to Meineke Car Care. You got NC State giving up four and a half to uh, South Florida. How do you what do you how you think what do you think about Chuck Amato there, old dog? I think he's got one of the raspiest voices I've ever heard. And probably the biggest chest for an old man I've ever seen. Yeah, so. What, and the combination of those two makes me want to take them and give the points. Hmm. I hear you. I hear you. You want to give the points? I agree. Because let me tell you, if Chuck Amato doesn't win this game, he's done. If he's he doesn't toast. win this game, he's freaking done at NC State, man. He can take he his barbells and his bench press and head on out. Smooth, talk to me. Selling my Nicky mufflers. Yeah, he'll be selling Meineke Mufflers if he doesn't beat South Florida. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking NC State too, man. Smooth, what do you what do you think? That's right, that's right. He's got to win this big. It's a must win for Chuck Amato, no doubt yep, about it. Liberty Bowl from Memphis, Fresno State giving seven to Tulsa. Smooth, what do you think, buddy? Got to go with Fresno State, another team that beat the most overrated team in college football, USC. Hmm. You remember one of the last games, Fresno State almost upset USC. Fresno State is, uh, I know i know, Old Dog doesn't think much of the Pac-10, but Fresno State, uh, you know, and I once lived in Tulsa. Yeah. I don't, you know, 
And, and, and you know, if you were going to do something about oil wells, then you'd be for Tulsa. But football, no. I hear you. Let me tell you. You know, you got to hand it to Pat Hill. I mean, Pat Hill's always talking about Fresno State. He's always promoting the program, talking about how he plays up, plays over his head. He says that anytime, anywhere, any team, you know. And he, he lo- they go into they, – they lose three games in a row. And, hey, he's still in, he's still playing in Memphis for the postseason, you know. So, um, Smooth, you're taking Fresno State. Is that what you're telling me? Got to. Got to. Old dog, talk to me. What do you think, man? Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking taking Fresno State, too, and giving the points. And uh, I like them just because they're the raisin capital of the world. And uh, and I like raisins. The raisin capital, huh? Yeah, and mm. I especially like, you remember those raisins they used to have dancing around on TV back when Hardy's had those raisin biscuits? Yeah, I remember, I remember yeah, the California I like those raisins. Too, so that's why I'm going with Fresno. Let me tell you, Tulsa's got a kid, Garrett Mills. He's a pass-catching machine. Even better than Calvin Johnson. I'm taking Tulsa and the points, baby. I'm taking Tulsa and the points because I think Pat Hill's a chump. He's lost three games in a row, and he talks a much better game than he actually plays. Last game, the Houston Bowl, being hosted by the city of Houston. TCU, wow. the you know, Horned Frogs. Stop just one second. I, you know, that in itself is unique. Oh, yeah. Because the Houston Bowl would probably, I would think the way all this is going on would be played in, like, uh, San Antonio. But. <laughs> You'd think. Uh, but uh, the way the uh, these other bowl games are moving all around, especially the New Orleans Bowls. But um, you got TCU and Iowa State. TCU's given three and a half. Smoothie, what do you think, man? You know, this is one I really don't have a clue. I'm, I mean, I just don't know. I'll take Iowa State in the points. But I... I I'll, I'll defer to old dog. I, I have no. This is a game's a coin flip to me, man. I don't. I don't know a whole lot about them either. But I'm going to take. I'm going to take TCU just because they don't have to travel as far. Mm-hmm. Aren't they the Horn Frogs? Yes. Yeah, I believe they Texas, are. Texas well, Christian Horn Frogs. There you go. You're probably right. I'm probably wrong. So, so the Iowa State Cyclones. You know. Well, but now when you think about it, a cyclone would destroy a Horn Frog. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt yeah, about that. Yeah, just rip him limb to limb. Oh. Okay, so smooth. You're taking uh, you're taking Iowa State and more. And old dog, you got TCU. Yeah, I'm coming down on TCU too. I'm gonna lay the points and take TCU also. Um, that's it, guys. That's it. That's it until we get to the BCS or you know not the but the January second bowl games, the games that count, guys. Not all BCS games, but the games that count. We're gonna come up with right, those all games. All the bowls of the Capital One Bowl. And the third segment of our bowl show that'll come out. Those are coming out on New Year's Day. Um, we're bringing those out on the third on New Year's Day, and that'll be the third segment of the Bowl Show. Thanks for giving me your insight, guys. The Dog Nation appreciates it. You know, we don't have much to talk about right now as far as Bulldog football, so I appreciate you guys helping me keep the podcast alive with these bowl predictions. Um, what do we got on the line here, uh, Smooth? For the guy who wins the most bowl predictions, uh, what, is, what does the winner win here? What, do, what are you chipping into the pot? I got I got Showbiz Dog in the background, Showbiz Pup in the background barking. A free car, perhaps. A free car from Taz Auto Sales? It could be. Ooh. I'm not telling you what kind of car. I'm just saying a free car. That is a cherry deal, man. Does it run? Kinda. <laughs> All right, old dog. What are you chipping in the pot, man? We got it down there. It got there, didn't it? All right, so Smooth's throwing in a free car. I've already thrown out my my picture of Tommy Bowden's daughter. 
Ooh, picture of Tommy Bowden's daughter. I like that. Which is huge, but I'll come up with something else. I'm probably going to chip in about 500 uh, Dog Nation podcast business cards, okay? That's that's what I'm going to chip into the pot. I hear you. Because I know those babies are rare. You can't find those anywhere. Collector's item. All right, guys. Listen, Merry Christmas to y'all, okay? Y'all have a great holiday, and I'll talk to you after the bowl game. Thanks for chipping in on the show. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. Merry Dog Christmas. Nation. Dog Merry- Nation. Merry Christmas. And to all... A bulldog night. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Christmas dog fans.